0: Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast.
1: If all the other companies can't or won't, how does Delos step in and do it?
2: Yeah, so right when we started, we met and partnered with some wildfire science academics, professors, and with them on board and the two co founders, we co developed the Delos Insurance wildfire risk model. That model's been holding up, you know, first model came out three years ago. And out in market throughout all of these years, we've held up a 90 to 95% accuracy rating. The model itself is a, we have a patent pending on the algorithm. It's a novel use of AI to geospatial data. It's able to understand lots of different types of data in a three-dimensional format to be able to understand locality effects, right? Everything burns differently. Grasslands versus chaparral in Southern California versus redwood forests. So you have to really understand what are the risk factors of any one location. And this algorithm is able to do that. We also have a lot of unique data inputs. We have multiple fire climate models that looks at not only where we are right now in terms of what climate conditions in each location could cause a very big wind-driven fire, but also where we're going over the next few years. And then we have lots of satellite imagery, a probabilistic ignition model, 10 million fire simulations on supercomputers, up to over 100 data points at this point that go into this algorithm. And it's really able to determine, to a very accurate degree, what is exposed. And it's able to determine sort of what is exposed right now and what's exposed tomorrow, as opposed to what is the average of exposure over the last 60 years, which uh-huh. is how most insurance companies approach it.
1: So then... Wow. Yeah, you know, I'm just an insurance dude, not an aerospace engineer. But <laughs> so then based on that information, you're able to price the product according to the risk.
2: That's right. Yeah. Price according to exposure. So we've actually found uh, for, just in terms of underwriting first, we've actually found that about half of the homes right now that are struggling to find coverage because of wildfire exposure. About half of those homes are actually, you know, our model calls lower medium risk. Basically, they're miscategorized. For a lot of different price points, they could be insured. And so we're able to go into a lot of these areas that are simply getting no options or maybe going to the California Fair Plan. We can go into these areas and cover these homes when there really isn't any other option to do so. That's very interesting.
1: So you basically use the technology to identify and create the market that now has to buy from you.
2: Yeah. And the market is... I mean, the fires are sort of driving this, right? As there's more fires, as the fires are different, right, with the dry lightning ignition events that happened last year in 2020 up in Northern California, insurance companies are realizing sort of time and time again, they don't necessarily have the tools to understand this exposure. And that's okay. But their reaction to it, and because of reinsurance rates and and a lot of different other factors, they're saying, okay, look, I just can't. I can't participate in this. So they're taking off out of these areas by just opening up this sector for a group that really does understand uh, what the exposure is and how it changes over time.
1: How much of a change was it for you coming from arguably the highest tech industry, aerospace, to arguably the lowest tech industry, which is insurance, and then making sense of
2: that? when our brokerage we were pitched one of the first year I was in it we were pitched by a technology company they came to us and they said hey we have this new technology that allows you to network each computer in your office <laughs> so if you have a file what do the, said this if you have a file at the, the computer in the front of your office you don't have to print it out and walk to the back of the <laughs> office and then type it into a computer there. <laughs> wow, thanks.
1: Really like, nice. I have a technology that can figure out if there's life on Alpha Centauri. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, it's interesting because aerospace actually isn't too different culturally. It's yeah. dominated by a few very major players, right? You have the Boeings and the Raytheons, Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin. And they're also very risk adverse companies. Mainly because the company I was working for, uh, Space Systems L'Oreal here in Palo Alto, each of their satellites would cost hundreds of millions, if not over half a billion dollars, which means that if you take a little bit of a risk and that causes the whole thing to go down or blow up, you just wasted half a billion dollars. So there's catastrophic consequences to taking risk, and therefore they actually, because of that consequence, had to innovate slower than, say, your iPhone, for example. Um, so it wasn't that different culturally, and I think we kind of understood where people were coming from. Where when we showed up, and folks insurance companies didn't want to be changing their risk understanding too quickly.
0: Are you licensing out that this model for other for like major carriers, or what's the plan for that?
2: Great question. No, we are a managing general agent. We are active, and we are selling Delos home insurance policies here in California. We strongly believe. That in order to actually solve the problem of wildfire exposure, insurance in wildfire exposed areas, the MGA is the only solution. The structure of a third party data model licensing to an insurance company, it just it doesn't work anymore because uh. you need to have an extremely in-depth understanding of the exposure. You need to be able to update that on potentially a monthly basis, if not definitely a yearly basis, and it needs to impact not just your underwriting, and your pricing, but your portfolio management. Mm-hmm. And that needs to update as apparel changes as well. So what we do is we run programs. If somebody has a program already set up, commercial property, vacant home, we can take that and put risks on it to fit. We also create our own programs, just straight home insurance in California. We've created our own uh, surplus lines program, and we're out and selling right now with that.
0: Super cool. So, you're bypassing the whole outsourcing or marketing at the big carriers. Have any of them approached you guys knowing that you guys kind of have nailed yeah. the uh, – I mean, 95% accuracy in California in the last – or you said 95% in the last three years is incredible because there have been, I mean, totally out of pattern – Wildfires here in California. Yeah, so that's that's, that's right.
2: I should say ninety five percent. 2017, eighteen and nineteen we were actually higher than ninety five at that time. We were closer to ninety percent in 2020 because of the dry lightning ignition events. But it took us two months to determine what we did wrong and iterate and have uh, include new layers that got us back to that projected accuracy. So yeah, I mean, we're backed by academics that have been studying this for an extremely long time. They're two of the professors that co-developed CAL FIRE's wildfire risk model. So they know what they're doing. Wow.
0: Super cool, man. What's getting you jazzed about the next couple of years? I mean, like you guys are... More fires. You guys are crushing it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been going really well. So we're backed by three insurance companies right now. Canopius US, which is our insurance carrier based out of Chicago. One of the members of the Canopius Group includes the Lloyd Syndicate. And then we are also backed by Archery Insurance and Barbican, which is a different Lloyd Syndicate. But we're getting a lot of interest from other insurance companies too. We've been able to, from an underwriting perspective, obviously we've been accurate, but also from a portfolio management perspective, we've been able to put together portfolios that allow insurance companies, that are insurance companies, reinsurance companies, that are really scared about what could potentially happen in one occurrence, what could happen in catastrophic years. We've been able to put together a portfolio structure that allows uh, these insurance companies to participate in this sector and still be safe from any one real catastrophic event. And with that structuring, we're starting to get a lot of interest from a lot of different reinsurance companies, insurance companies to back us, back our MGA. So as time moves on, right, as we compile a panel of capacity risk takers, we'll be able to write a fairly significant portion of the wildfire exposed market, not just in California, but across the entire Western US.
0: Wow. Super cool, man. Love it. What are some things that you'd Tell agents, like agents across the country, well, what are some things that you've learned within the industry that could help other agents really navigate these kind of risks, different environmental
2: risks as well? Being an agent in fire areas is so tough. And I guess fire areas is really just the state of California at this point. (laughs) But we had some clients that got non-renewed every single year in our brokerage. And so your business model in a lot of ways as an agent is based on spending more time on incoming new business in order to capture the client and then living off of the float of the renewal business. And if you're in a situation where you have to resource an insurance policy for your client every single year, it almost doesn't make sense economically. Right. Uh, so hmm. it sucks. So if I don't know, of- I mean...
1: You're captive. If yeah. You, like Jason has, I, I think now you can write some home, right? But for a long time, no home. Yeah. You know, right. so you're not bundling, right. that hurts retention, that it's, you know, it's challenging.
2: Yeah. We're yeah. actually talking to some of the major captive agent carriers for a distribution partnership where if they can't sell their own products, they can sell ours, which would really help the agents keep the client and keep the client happy. You also keep auto insurance, you keep umbrella, all the other policies for the client. So we're working on that. Uh, We have to build a little bit of technology for them to be able to (laughs) to really sign up for. But hoping in a couple of months, we can get going with that, which would be pretty cool.
1: Well, if somebody wants to learn more, find you, where would they go?
2: Yeah. So getdelos.com is our website. It's Mm G-E-T-D-E-L-O-S. Delos is like the Greek island. And then, of course, we're on Twitter at Get Delos and on LinkedIn uh, with this same name, Delos Insurance. Facebook? We're on Facebook. but I don't use it nearly as I much. Know. It's, it's uh, the medium of the up.
1: agent. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm not a big <laughs> – I don't like it.
0: You love the DMs. I, I don't, don't act like you no, don't.
1: I don't. <laughs> if you have a question, just DM. Go ahead and DM Jason. <laughs>
2: I would actually just tweet him and just put in giant block letters, pay attention to me. I think that's probably the best, best <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> Public tweet, everything. Public tweet. I All love your it.
1: All Yes. <laughs> I haven't been yeah. on the Twitter <laughs> exactly. since, the, since the Don got banned because that was just entertainment. But <laughs> what can you do? <laughs>
0: well, Kevin, that there, is so cool. Yeah. I love what you're doing. Super cool. Super cool to see somebody from your background come into the yeah. insurance business and do good
1: do bring, good in our space love it and dare I say bring the heat <laughs> bring oh, the heat oh man oh yeah. man where, where's the do that ting you got, we need you, a like a
3: where, 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 where.
1: or but a or the
2: I don't have that one I think you should just take a recording of you vocalizing all these sound effects and just every time
1: like in police academy
2: I think it's a great idea that
1: there they are. <laughs> There's the audience. Well, glad. Thank you to the audience. And uh, thank you, Kevin. This has been phenomenal. <laughs> it's been great to have you on. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Yeah. Appreciate you
2: guys. Appreciate what you're doing for agents out there.
1: Cool. Thanks, man. Super Appreciate. Helpful. You too, man. Yeah. Love it. Bye. All right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr.
3: Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do... Uh, right, 100000 in premium off yes. of even the worst internet leads. Where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process, the entire process. Mm, it's super awesome.
1: Mm, I love it. Let's do it.
3: Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm gonna Greg, are you going to respond now. to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's a it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? I love
1: it. I love it. Nice.
3: Uh, All right.